black smoke billowed out of the smokestacks topping the factory that served as robot headquarters. Ah, must be building something big up here. Strange probed, trying to get more information. I haven't elected a new robot pope yet. I've got Cardinal James on my fantasy Catholic team. Yeah, because you won't trade him. Asshole. The trio continued their march until reaching the factory doors, where they were quickly ushered inside. There were robots everywhere, working hard or hardly working, depending on who you asked. There were robots on the floor, robots on the wall, but mostly robots on the floor. Strange's pair of robo-buddies led him across the factory floor and past the conveyor belts littered with parts. Initiating tour guide sequence. Oh, on your left, you'll see the assembly lines. To your right is the print room. Remember to label your bolts. The hallway beside that leads to the washrooms. Make sure to label your bolts. Strange shuddered. So, what exactly am I gonna be doing here? Don't let the boss fill you in on your duties. You always make sure to meet the new hires. Up a set of stairs, then down the same set of stairs, then down a shamefully small hallway, until reaching an office. Well, this is it. Strange muttered under his breath as he adjusted his tie. I gotta nail this interview. Initiating coach mode. <sighs> he started massaging Strange's shoulders, like any hetero robot would. Get in there, big dog. Give him the bark. Let me hear a wolf. Look here, Sally Circuits. I'll see you after the interview. Don't stress me out. Strange slicked back his hair, turned the knob, and prepared to meet the robot leader. A cardboard box with a head sat at the desk. Wait a minute. This was no cardboard box. This was the big man himself. Clearly, a human in cardboard armor. This flimsy disguise shouldn't have been able to fool a calculator, the most basic of robots. This is the greatest robot I've ever seen in my life. Thank you, welcome to my office. I am Mantron, the world's most definitely robotic boss. And you are? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Uh, I, I mean, the name's Strange. I'll say. A little workplace banner. We like to have fun here. I'll start you off at 20k. Strange opened his mouth to respond. <laughs> Alright, you got me. 30k and full benefits. Welcome aboard. You have any questions for me? Strange was actually starting to like this guy. Yeah. What in the blueberry blazes are we building here? What's this factory making? That's top secret information I only tell my most trusted employees. Okay, so we're building this huge train that can travel through time. We've initiated a few field tests and can say with certainty that it works. So they really can travel through time. From one day to the next, robots will travel to the future, and no one will be the wiser, except the high-level robots. And me. And you. But no one else. It was about this time, Mantron realized his finger was on the intercom button. Okay, and the whole factory. Guys, I really hope you can keep secrets, because this is, like, super important. He turned off the intercom and turned his attention back to Strange. Question for you. If your boss was a human pretending to be a robot in cardboard armor, how would you react? Strange started to panic, like he usually did around 3 o'clock. You know what? Scratch that. Follow-up question. If that suit of cardboard armor had flame decals on it, do you think they'd make him go faster? Whoosh! Flame decals. Strange flashed back to Von Magma's submarine, also covered in flame decals. It was then and there that Strange knew this man was truly a villain and couldn't be trusted. Coming back to reality, Strange realized he'd been silent for three full minutes, going over the events of the previous episode. Mantron was staring intently at him. Flames go fast. Hmm, I like the cut of your jib. I'll get hands and friends to put you on the assembly lines making parts for the future train. Strange was escorted out of the room and taken to the bolt belt, also known as the assembly line. <laughs>